I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining us today is the man, the man of the hour, the man taking on the Speedo Sub-20 Challenge. We have Caleb Dressel post-race to break it down. Hey, buddy, how you doing? What's up, Mel? Thanks for having me again. were so nice to come on ahead of time, kind of break this down, explain what was happening. And we've teased everybody with our audience. And it's, uh, I, I think that everyone thinks that you're Superman. I think people were predicting 17 seconds through some 18 <laughs> seconds. And I put, put us, put this into context, put us in a real world context. How much work have you done since coming off and being tired from ISL? What, what did Greg put you through since you've been back? I don't, I mean, I, Mel, I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to add every excuse I can to um, try to try to take me out of not going under 20. I mean, that, that was a goal. I didn't do it. I'm not going to add any excuses. I think, I think you have a rough idea. I know, I know exactly what I was doing, um, but we'll put it this way. Troy was very happy with the results. Troy was ecstatic with um, the 20, 20.4. I think I was 20 20.4, 20.3, 20.4. Um, so I, I, I was, I was happy with it. Troy was happy with it, um, but I'm not. I'm not going to put an excuse on what I was doing the weeks before. Okay, we're we're, we're going to get into. I'm going to dig a little deeper, but let's put this into context. And I don't know if you've looked at the metrics, but basically, this is where you. This is where, how you stack up to all time top ten. You cracked it. Um, if there was a Caleb Dressel version two, a twin, you would be the fifth fastest human with this performance in history. If we go back to the super suited era and we just plopped you back in there as Caleb Jessel version two, you'd be the second fastest human in the super suited era. So that's, that's how it broke down. So didn't go, didn't crack some 20 seconds, but pretty good in terms of where you fit into history with this performance. Did, are, were you aware of that? No, no, that's, that's actually really cool. Um, I, <laughs> I, I had no idea. I, I hadn't looked up anything. I just wanted to, jump in the water. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to sound too different than our first interview here, Mel. You know, I had no ex expectations going into this. I just wanted to try to put on a show, whether that's under 20, whether it's not, I just want to have a good time doing it. I did, but I, I don't know. You got me feeling pretty confident now. Um, that's, that's, that's super cool. If, if this is, so here's my two cents and we'll, we'll just put ourselves this, we'll, let's call this what this is. This was, this was swimming entertainment. This was a, this was training. This was a test. And this, this shows off your beautiful partnership between you and Speedo. And, um, and I like that. I like swim entertainment. I think we, I think we need this more and more. If I had, if, if Mel Stewart were in the room, this is what Mel Stewart would say. I would like to see team Speedo represented. I would like to see Ryan Murphy pacing you. I would like to see coach Nathan Adrian, the super suited analyst in tech, giving you pointers as a coach. And, um, I, so what I'm saying is I want a full movie and, uh, <laughs> and, and this is something that we, we, you know, we don't, you don't know it until you watch the media, but that, that's my two cents. How, how do you feel about that? You want the prequel, you want the sequel, you want the, you want the different characters perspective. No, I agree with it, man. I, I, I look, I didn't get a script from Speedo, but I, I'm going to show them all love right here. Um, it, it was really fun and I am really glad that they chose me to do this. Um, and they couldn't stress enough that look, we really don't care if you actually do the thing that we've put all this hype around. We just want, we just want 
something that people are going to want to tune in and watch something that's going to be cool, entertaining to watch. Um, so, you know, it was, I knew it was going to be tough to actually crack the 20 with where I'm at right now, uh, regarding my, my training at the moment. So I did not think it was going to be a walk in the park by any means. Uh, clearly not. <laughs> um, so that I certainly didn't want to let anyone down, but at the end of the day, um, everyone else's expectations don't matter. So that's why I am happy with how I did. That's why I did have a good time doing this and just having this with Speedo, them putting on this whole elaborate, you know, get up for me. It, it meant a lot. I mean, they had the banners, they had the custom suits, which I don't know if they've released anything with like the full rundown of the suits for me, or if I'm going to get in trouble for saying stuff, but the video is already out there. I mean, they had the panels were iridescent or pearlescent. I, I don't know which one it is, but they would change colors with how they hit the sun. I had my last name down one of the legs. I had sub 20 down the other leg. I had a giant speedo symbol slapped on my chest. So it was, it was really cool that they basically made, and there was like six of these suits. It wasn't just one in case it ripped, of course. So they made a bunch of these suits for me that they made it, they made it very professionally done. Um, getting, being able to see Beisel, I mean, them flying Megan out here. I mean, it was, it was a really, really good time. And I'm glad that they chose me to do this, but I agree. If we can get Murph doing a backstroke challenge, even some relays with the suits on. So it's not just me because I don't want to take all the fun here within Team Speedo. But, I, I mean, it is, it's a really fun relationship I have with Speedo. It's a beautiful relationship. And just, you know, pushing the entertainment, pushing the boundaries within the sport, even the innovation and, you know, me being the guy that they chose to do it, it, it was really fun. And I don't want to take moments like this for granted and be in a bad mood because, oh, I didn't go under 20. No, it's a really fun, really fun day for me. Okay. I know you're a nice guy. I know that you're, 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 you are very honest. The beauty of, the beauty of where we are, we are right now in history is that um, we've all loved the process and we've, we've, but we've, we've had big stars before, but we've never been able to, to really enjoy that process as intimately as we do at this moment in history with social media and personalities like you, which is you let, really let people inside your head. Uh, so let's move on to Dressel Dissects. And you don't have the media in front of you. You don't have it in front of you. I know that you nah, don't. I don't need it. I don't need it. You don't need it. But it's a, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring in some old school feeling. I actually went back and, and, and watched some of the, the super suited races. Uh, my, my, my immediate reaction to it was uh, you were, your chin was up and your head was up more than I had seen the super suited era swimmers. Um, did, were you aware of that? I, Yes. And I don't know if that is because I was floating more than I, than I ever have, or if I was not used to the pool. So I was looking for the wall to make sure I didn't crack my head open. Um, but actually, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I cheated a little bit. I did see one of the races this morning because Jody sent me the full rundown. So I just kind of skipped through it or whatever. And I noticed that it looked like I was staring straight forward. So um, yeah, I, I didn't feel it too much when I was swimming. So it may have, it had to have been something with the suit just floating me up more and it, it threw, threw the head out of whack, but I, I agree with that one. It's um, because of muscle memory. It's a, you, do, do you feel like you're, you, it's hard to change because you know, I think your mind turns off to a degree when you start to race, you're just vibrating motion. It's uh, so did you have a plan to use this tech and do this performance and then you felt like when you hit the water, okay, that all went out the went out went out the window. Yes. So the first the first run through I had, um, I, I feel like I got a better grasp of kind of what to do every time every time I dove in. But then also I got more <laughs> tired every time I dove in. Um, so the first the first run through I had, I, I dove in and 
immediately I was like, oh my goodness, this is not, this is not exactly how I, I pictured this going. So I dove in and I actually, I'm always, no matter what race, you can go and look back any race in college, I'm always six kicks off the dive. And on number one, I was five because as soon as I dove in, I just, uh, the suit was bringing me up and up and up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, so I was only five kicks. I was still 10 strokes going down. Um, so I don't know if maybe if I had another, another couple swims or another couple days with the suit, I don't know if I need to bail completely on the underwaters and just get up and start swimming. Um, but that's what the suit was certainly telling, trying to tell me to do, um, on number one. So I still stuck to my normal race plan on number two. I did six kicks, um, kind of just went a little deeper down. So the suit didn't uh, bring me up. And then I actually took a kick off the second wall. Um, so I was six kicks off the dive, 10 strokes. And then seven kicks on number two. And the first one I was eight kicks coming off. Makes me think of all those old Hollywood cinematic movies where the the athlete sleeps with the baseball bat or sleeps <laughs> with the pigskin. You know, maybe and I don't know, maybe you did this, but maybe you should take the the, the laser racer from two thousand eight and should have like used it as a little pillow last night. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing you didn't do that. No, no, and I I'm thinking that I should have. I did. I did like my, I mean, my meat warm up. I did like a four, maybe a 300, a lot less than Troy would be happy with um, before I, before I dove off and started going on this. Um, but I wore it for the whole meat warm up that I did um, just to try to get as used to it as I could. <clears throat> um, and it was, it was a totally different feel than when I swam with it doing butterfly. Again, I'm not trying to put excuses on anything. I'm just trying to like give people information. I think is cool. Um, I was definitely more restricted uh, my arms for sure, just cause I feel like I had two ropes being pulled down on my traps right here. Um, but again, you just, just things you have to work around. I still think the suit hundred percent. The suit is definitely faster after I got a chance to race in it. Um, but underwaters, I don't think played as big a part as just the body position you got from swimming in the suit. So it was very, it's very interesting. I think again, if I, if I had a couple more days in the suit or even a year in the suit to just really, really pick it apart, get used to it. I think a lot more would change than what I did with the the three races that I had in it yesterday. I, I think this media is going to go international and it's going to go well beyond swimming because people are going to be curious, you know, who is this person? Uh, we, everyone knows you in swim, which I, I think you're going to be, I think in terms of your level of fame, something happens with the Olympic moment when, you know, four or five, 600 million people, a billion people see you. Um, but in our, in our community, people are going to want to know, you have to give it up. <laughs> Troy hammer you in practice when you returned from ISL. Dang it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It was, it was, in, it was insane. I mean, I, I, we got, we did not skip a single beat. Troy did not take it easy on me. Um, I, I want to say my week last week was, I think I had a 70 K week. Um, and then I had, I had Monday, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, and then Tuesday morning, and then I hopped on the flight to come here. So I had a really big week last week. I had a really great week too. It was, a, I mean, it was a fantastic week of training for me. But yeah, I mean, I, I got destroyed, but I loved it. I mean, I loved every second of it. That's how I, that's how I rather get thrown back in the water after me. Coach Troy, this is Mel Stewart. I've known you since I'm 52. I've known you since I was 12 years old. That's 40 years, buddy. You talked Caleb into this, and then you didn't give him a, 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 a okay, little yeah. drop taper. You didn't Thank give him a little drop taper, buddy? 
<laughs> no, that, that's exactly where I want to go with this. This was like Troy's like, oh, this is the best idea ever. And then he doesn't say, he doesn't give me a slow ball at all. He's like, oh, I'm going to make you do this and then I'm going to make you work for it. Like you've never had to work anything. So it was kind of funny. Uh, I've definitely poked a little fun at him once I landed in California. I was like, hey, man, this is going to be really hard for me. And you certainly did not make this easy on me. But I, I told him, I was like, I don't want to come down for this. I don't want to, I don't want you to even go soft on a single set for me for this. This is a fun thing. This is not a big meet. Uh, and most of the time, people just see me doing my taper meets and, and the fast swimming. So I'm kind of glad there's something out there that's, hey, this is Caleb in season. I'm totally fine with that. I think it's important that it's not go, go, go all the time for me. And the biggest takeaway is I'm still happy with that swim because um, that's, that's what my expectation. I knew this was going to be extremely difficult for me with the two weeks I'm coming off of. But again, I'm not, I'm not putting excuses on anything. I, I think it's important for kids to hear this. I'm not I'm not going records every time. I'm not going close to my personal best every time. I'm just getting up and racing and I'm racing tough. I, I wouldn't have changed anything about yesterday. That was where my body was at. I went 20.4 three times in a row. That's just where my body was at. I could have done that all, all day and I was not going to go under 20. That's just where my body was. I, I couldn't do anything about it. It was out of my control to a certain extent. I was 100% on every single 50. I was zoned in every 50 and that's where I was at. So why would I be upset with that? And I learned from every race. I tried to implement new things, learning from one race to the other. So I'm happy with it. Troy's happy with it. I'm going to call that a successful day. Coleman, can you get any nerdier than, than I can on this? You get, you get anything you want to throw at him? I, re I really wish <clears throat> I'm just from a swim fan perspective, you know, do you, how cool would you think it would be if we did have a meet, you know, if Speedo put on a meet where everyone's in these fast skins, especially like you said, with these logos that like swimmers are race cars, right? <laughs> we need to do this. We need to have a meet where everyone's logoed out. They have their names on their suits and we just go really fast. A hundred percent. I think that would be so much fun. Um, I've always joked about, you know, like the whole NASCAR thing, um, but instead with tattoos, but I think it'd be a lot better to just put the logos on a suit instead. Um, that'd be, I think a lot more practical there. Um, but yeah, I, I think that'd be so much fun. You know, I, I don't want these suits to just go away forever. They are fun to, fun to mess around with. And I don't think we need them in our sport anymore, but to put on fun events, uh, I mean the globe trotters, the globe trotters are using trampolines and whatnot to do all their, their tricks and, you know, make basketball cool and doing half court shots. Like we can do stuff like that with swimming as well, where it's not the end all isn't just worlds or Olympics. Like we can throw a couple things like this here and there every year. I mean, it was pretty much an easy trip. It was a one day event. I was swimming for like what, two hours doing a couple fifties. It was easy enough, but yeah, to have a whole team of this, Maybe, I don't know, the illegal illegal games or something where whatever suit you want to throw on, let it go. We could even do a USA versus Europe. I don't know, East Coast, West Coast within the United States. It could be really fun. It could be really cool. But no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't end it at this. I think this is the first implementation of something of this caliber. And Speedo's already showed us they can reproduce the suits, I guess, fairly easily. I don't know. I don't know what part of the factory they had to turn back on again there. Um, but they, they busted out some really – and new ones. It's not It wasn't just old ones. Uh, they were brand new. Um, so clearly they still got the blueprints or had to dust them off somewhere in the, in the shelves to get these things up and going. But I think there's a market for it. I mean, we'll see how this one does with just me. But the more people you have involved, the more top-name swimmers, I think the more fun and exciting it will be for people wanting to tune in. Rob Blankensop, the, the, your head of R&D at Speedo, he's talking about vision of the suit in the distant future. If they ever did a prototype, they have to put you in that suit. <laughs> it would, it would be like a $10 million suit because they would produce one. It's like all the R&D goes into it. But um, just, you know, if you're really nerding it up, 
that's what Mel Stewart would like to see. Are you saying no, no rules, no regulations, FEMA's, FEMA's locked outside the door and all the, all the nerds within Speedo, including the head nerd Rob, just gets to do whatever he wants? That would be awesome. That would be really awesome. I think nowadays it'd be even more, more impressive because there's, I don't know, it, that was, we got just a tease because the, suit, the suits pretty much came out. Speedo was the first one, 2008. I think it was February 2008. And then they banned them in it was 2009, right? We only got a two-year tease. Are you kidding me? And look how many look how many records were dropping. Baza was telling me actually. I was talking to her on deck. Um, I think it was it was Beijing. Had to have been Beijing, or it might have been two thousand nine. She said when world records were being broken. I mean, it'd be happening in prelims, and people just got used to it. Um, people just understood it. And and Beisel said, you know, it wasn't it wasn't that we knew like they we we knew it was the suit helping us. Um, but it's almost like people didn't care because the suits were available to everybody. You know, it's no one thought that these would be banned in a couple months. Um, so Beisel didn't, they didn't, no one thought anything of it. Like, oh my gosh, all these world records are being broken. Like, that would have been awesome. But it wasn't ever a thought in their mind that, oh, these are going to be gone and it's going to be, it's going to be a totally different sport without these suits. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting talking to Beisel because she went through the heat of the, the, the biggest moment with the suit. So it was pretty cool to just hear her perspective on that. Having swam the 50 in that suit, you know, we, I was, I was scrolling through the comments and some people are like, well, you have so much underwater, like you said, and it's so buoyant. How do you think, do you you think the 50 would be an optimal event to swim in a suit? Or do you think, you know, what do you think would happen if you swim like a 200, for example, how would that change? I think, I think you're really going to start to see the results long course. That's, that's kind of my take on it. I mean, j- even just from what the records are right now, I mean, the 200 free, I'm not, look, I mean, Biederman was an animal. I'm not saying it's the suit. Suit definitely helped my guy. <laughs> um, the 200 is abs- it's, it's 142.00. That's absolutely absurd. The 400 is even more absurd. Does Ian Thorpe still have the 400? No, Biederman broke it by a hundredth. Oh, Biederman has a 400 as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say, and then the 800, does Thorpe still have the 800? The, uh, Chinese guy, Zhang Lin. Right. No, 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 it's, it's suited. It's his name, Zhang Lin. Uh, it's from 2009 worlds where, where everyone had the, the body suits and it's like 732 and no one's been close since. <laughs> oh, yeah. how, old, so, how old were you in 2009? That's a good question. You were, were you 13? 12? 13. Yeah. 13 years old. So I don't, I don't even, I don't remember watching 2009. I, I've seen just about every race on YouTube, but I don't remember watching it in person. I remember Beijing. I only remember the 400 free relay really, but I was just, I was, yeah, 13 too young. Don't really remember what was going on. That's what, that's what I was feeling like when I, when I saw all the media is going live and, and here's the thing, the bar set so high. It's like, everyone's like, he's going to go 18. He's going to uh, go 19. <laughs> everyone's, you know, it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of hype, which is what you want people to do. You want them to get excited. But today it was, you know, you crack the top 10, uh, top, you know, if there were a second version of you, you'd be the fifth fastest human in the super suited area, second fastest human. And it was, and I did feel like 2009 because in two, I was in Rome. I was there for every event oh. and it got to a point where I would like, you know, I'd walk downstairs to get a bottle of water and then, and I'd hear the you bell missed four ring world again. records. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bell would ring again and it'd be like a world record. No reaction. Like I didn't run upstairs. It was just, uh, so the, the level of expertise and mastery 
is uh, it's, it's, it's interesting how, how quickly people take it for granted. They're like, I'm like, come on guys, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really, I really did have fun with it and I, I don't want to overlook anything. I mean, those stats you told me, that's cool. I don't, I don't want to overlook that. Um, but I, I did have a good time doing it. I, I mean, it was, it, it was really fun and I would do it again. I mean, if they set it up, um, I certainly would like to be a little fresher. Um, I, I think it would have been pretty cool to do it like right after ISL or something like that to where maybe the, maybe the shave was still fresh. Maybe the taper was still good enough and I could pop something a little cooler, but uh, again, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm not, I'm not putting any excuses on it. What I went to the time I went, uh, and I'm happy with that. Great training. It looks like we have a, a series that potentially could go in development in the hollowed halls of Speedo called Speedo Challenge, some sort of iteration. Caleb Dressel drops in and saying, maybe long course meters is it because body position stay there longer. Who knows? Any parting thoughts, buddy? No, but going back to Coleman's question there, I, I'm not sure which events it's going to expose more. I'm just going off of where the sport is right now. I mean, PD's manhandled every single breaststroke swim, 50 and the 100. The 200 world record's been broken. The only thing we really haven't seen is the freestyles. Um, you know, both the, both the flies have been broken, the two and the one. Uh, Murph got the 100 back. So 200 back's still out there. I'm not sure on the women's side. I'm sorry. Excuse my ignorance there. Um, so I'm, I'm really thinking the freestyles long course is, is kind of is where it's at. Um, I just think you got that body position. Freestyle's one of the most tiring strokes, um, I think, for the 100 at least, uh, certainly the 50. Um, so I think that's really where you're really starting to see the results. Um, so short course, yeah, I think it'll help. But, you know, you got a little more athletic movements there. Long course, it's you got to be a man about it. And I think the suit will help a little more with that. So that's, that's my, to answer your question fully, Coleman, I wanted to get that off my chest there. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.